Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Our three-day core challenge is open now for you to join in. Sign up and you'll get direct access to daily core-focused classes. Yes, and they're both Pilates and yoga, Mm -hmm. and they're really short, literally less than 10 minutes. Exactly. So if you think you don't have time to work out, then you can. (laughs) (laughs) You do, because these are online, on demand. You can do them from the comfort of wherever you are, whenever you want. So come and join us for our three-day core challenge. Head over to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash core dash challenge and sign up. This is episode 286 on the Get Merry podcast. We are so excited to be here with you today. Um, Oh, hello, team. And we're already interrupted by Slack. (laughs) This interruption is brought to you by Slack. Uh, We're really excited to be here with you today. Last week, we talked about how to calm your busy mind. And one aspect of that was talking about getting organized. Yes. And then we thought, well, how about we do a whole episode? And I do know that one of our most popular episodes mm. is all about time management, mm. which I think is so linked to organization. Mm. Organization. Uh, and really, I think you're either like naturally organized or you're naturally the opposite. So I think, like, this podcast is either going to be like, oh, my gosh, like, yeah, I really need to get organized mm. and this is going to be good for me. Or it's going to be like, yes, I'm awesome. I already <laughs> do this. Or it might be like, you know, it's just not for me. I love the mess. I love the mayhem. And I know lots of people enjoy that as well. Do, do they? <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> do they really? Maybe they just don't know. Yeah. No, I know. Like, Absolutely. Reach out. Let us know if you are one of those people who just thrive on the messy magic of life and all that it can be. Don't get us wrong. We love the mess. We love the magic. But I do think being organized brings joy. Well, I think it's like, for me, it's like being organized in those necessities. So it's like, yeah, pay your bills on time. Yes. Uh, have make sure you have food in the fridge. Yes. Uh, make sure you can turn you ha- you pay the bills so you have electricity, like yeah. that kind of thing. Like like these necessities. Book in your car. What do you call it? Um, what's that thing called? The service. The service. Like book that in. When you get a reminder, book it in straight yes. away. When the doctor says you need to make a booking, book it in. Dentist, book in every six months. Like this is what for me is like the level of organized. And then even like stuff like your weekly shopping, like your food stuff, I need to be organized there. If I'm not organized there, then I feel all over the shop for everything in my Mm. life and I don't enjoy anything. Yeah. And I think it gets to like that point where 
you know, it might be the morning and you run out of breakfast stuff. And, like, that really is annoying. Like, it annoys you and it doesn't, like, let you start your day off well. And then same as when maybe you don't have everything you need for dinner and you've just not planned anything. And maybe you live with a partner and it can be like, oh, then you kind of get annoyed at each other that neither of you did it. But you just didn't plan it. Yeah, and it can be expensive because then you end up buying takeaway more often Mm. or you end up going out more than you like Mm -hmm. to. And, I mean, yeah, I'm all for going out, but I don't like going out all the time because then it ruins, like, the fun Mm. and the specialness of going out for dinner. And I think it's a really important thing to note. It's really funny, you know, when I go to the checkout at the end of a grocery shop and it might be, like, $200 and I think, oh, so expensive. This is like a ripoff. Then I think, hang on a second. I spend that much on one dinner sometimes. This is not a ripoff. This is like a week of dinners, Carla, and lunches and breakfast. I think it's fine. Yeah, I feel like I'm like fine with that now. Like I'm definitely used to that. I think it comes from going from um maybe you used to live with your parents. They paid for all the food. Yeah. And then I think maybe me and you, Carla, when we lived together, we just didn't really buy much good food at home. Yeah, we didn't. Like, we just would buy the basics. We'd, like, live on smoothie bars. But then we would go out a lot. <laughs> yeah. So we went – we would have ended up spending more, but yeah, we went out true. for dinner more or we got, like, grilled more or we just sushi more. Because we just want to cook for ourselves. Yeah, well, because we had made cooking our business, then we stopped enjoying cooking at home. Yes. So now it's kind of, like, turned around a little mm. bit. So with your shopping, would you say that you do it the same day – each week and does that help you be organized uh i think like it's not planned but lately me and damiano have been going every sunday yes. so it's like sunday get organized yes. and it's either like we'll go to the fresh food markets and do that together and mm-hmm. then like maybe i'll go separate on monday to do the other stuff or we go and do everything mm. on sunday but it's sometimes I feel like, oh, but Sunday should be for know, fun. Like, yeah. oh my. But then it's like, oh, but this is important. Yeah. And I think it, it kind of, you can make it fun going together. Like when we always say, like when we go together yes. too, like sometimes we'll like go during the work day and that will be really fun. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're not working. We're going grocery shopping. But also I think in a partnership, and I mean like, yeah, this is like – no kids are involved here. Mm. So I think it's always different when there's kids involved. Obviously, like, we can't add our two cents because we do not have children. Mm. But we both live with our partners. And I think it's important as, uh, like, I found myself doing more of the shopping. Mm. And I was like, hang on a minute. Like, this is a big job to go out and do the shopping every single week for both of us. And you, you just get magically appearing food. And I used to get, I was getting like a bit resentful yeah. and I would bring it up and I'd be like, can you say thank you? Like, like I just went and did this. Yes. <laughs> and like, he was always grateful. But then I think because I was thinking, you know, I'm thinking about what we're eating all week, which is like thinking about the weekly plan. I'm going out, which I don't really mind. I quite enjoy going grocery shopping, mm. but I was like, you should have to do it as well. Yeah. So now it feels better that we both go. I agree. And I think, <laughs> and you know, making the decision for what to eat for dinner, like it might seem like a little thing, but it's not. There's like a lot of pressure it feels like a lot of pressure to choose what we're eating for dinner every single night to make sure, oh, do you feel like this? Or do you like this? Is this yum? And so it feels like a lot. And I can even imagine like with children, it would be so much harder. Well, and I think it just naturally seems to fall 
mostly on the woman. Mm. And yeah, this is the how we grew up. Like most of us can relate and what did we see as kids? Mum was at home. Mum was doing the shopping. Mum was cooking the dinner. Like that's – and then naturally we kind of like fall into that role. But whereas now it's different and, it you know, it was different back then too but now I think we all understand it a little bit more and we're striving for this equality which mm. means equality in household duties as well. Yeah. And so I think for me though, like for the weekday thing – like it's just easier for me to decide, and I'm sorry, it's the same thing every week. Yeah, that's I'm going to cook the same thing but every this week. This is a good thing for like being organized. Yes, I think because sometimes I know there's some people who like love to try new recipes during Maddie. the week. Our friend Maddie loves to do this. I have no idea how she loves to do this, but hats off to Maddie. Uh, I don't. During the week, it's like we're having salmon and veg. It's going to feel like salmon chips and a greens then it's gonna be like a chicken salad and then it's gonna be probably tacos we've been making those lately and one other thing and then we'll go we'll have takeaway one night yeah and that same with us it'll be like chicken and veg we had that last night or chicken and salad salmon and salad steak and steak. salad uh we might get like burger patties and he'll have a burger and i'll just have Yum. like a burger and salad uh Mussels? Mussels, yeah. We get probably get mussels like once a fortnight, mussels and like nice crusty bread. Uh, God, my food sounds amazing, can <laughs> I just say. And then on the weekends, like Damiano will do more of like a fancy cooking yes. thing. And as I mean fancy, I mean pasta. And it's always delicious. Mm-hmm. And it's fun because it's like food I haven't grown up with. It's food that I would buy maybe out in a, a restaurant, an Italian restaurant, but like I would never, ever cook it. Yeah. So we, I – yeah. I think having those meals is a really good way to feel organized, like in the sense of cooking. I feel like it's like if we get our food organized, because food is a fact of life, right? And we not only eat once a day, we eat three, three times, times a day. So when we are organized in this, like, which seems so menial, but it's not. Because what does food? Food fuels us for mm. the day. Mm-hmm. Food is I don't want to talk too much on food about like health factors, but you know, it can either be like medicine, like good for us, Mm. or it can be really bad for us. As in like, if we're getting like unhealthy, greasy takeaway all the time, because we're, we're not organized, Mm -hmm. like that's not good for us. Every now and again, go for it. When you crave it, go for it. I'm all for that. Yeah, but every night, But every day, no, it's not good for us. And that's silly for me to ever say, yeah, eat what you want Mm. intuitively. No, don't eat a greasy burger from the takeaway store every night because you will get sick. Yes. Like that's a fact. Yeah, exactly. Scientific fact. So if you feel organised, and this is going to probably reign true for everything we talk about, but when we're organised in one area, it really does ripple out. Like it really does. It kind of like sets this foundation for the next area. So we're organised with our meals, as in we've got breakfast covered, boom, easy. At the moment, I'm just having like muesli and milk. It is the easiest breakfast in the world and I love it. Maybe add some fruit, delicious. Uh, Of course, there's a coffee in there as well. If you've got your lunches prepped, like if you go to work, prepping them the night before instead of doing it in the morning because that is going to make your morning so much more relaxed. Mm. So get organized with your lunches. Make them the night before. If you're like us and you work from home, have the stuff to make your lunch. 
don't have to go and buy it every day. But then when you want to, you can. can. Yeah. But it's like having it there, which is yeah. why the shopping is important. Very true. Yes. Okay. So do we think we've covered food? I think organized? so. And and also in the partnership. <gasps> and, snacks. and I just want to, like, I, I feel like I kind of like <laughs> went on a bit of a rant with the food thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is this another podcast episode? Like, sorry about that. And, like, Damiano's really good. Like, he helps a lot. Like, I'm just <laughs> – it's not like I Disclaimer. do everything. <laughs> and just in case he, like, randomly listens to this, I love you. At <laughs> <laughs> one time Joel said he listened to an episode and was like, oh, my. Which one? <laughs> and, and just FYI, yeah, the pasta is so good and I'm so grateful and – we're very lucky to be eating this delicious pasta. <laughs> so, okay, moving on. Uh, yeah, the food is a really important thing. So make sure you get organized. We would suggest picking a day that you go shopping and get it all done at once. Prep where you can. Make life easier for yourself. Choose meals that are, are quick and easy to make and also really yummy. Yes, I love it. I think that is – we've covered that off. So, okay, let's – Move on to getting organized with our work. Ooh. And I mean, like, this is obviously different for everyone because your work may be kind of like uh, more admin-y, less mm. admin-y. It might, it's like it's going to be totally different for everyone because everyone's work is different. But everyone has, like, tasks. Yes. Like, within their work, there will be, like, it won't just be, like, one thing that they need to do. No. It'll be like, I need to make these 20 phone calls or I need to write this or I need to send this many emails or write back to this many people. And also, if you're in a career or a workplace where you're looking to, you know, get to the next level, this is really important to be organised because Mm -hmm. then you can kind of be like, okay, well, this is my task. This is what I need to do. What do I need to do to go above and beyond to therefore get attention and to be that shining superstar employee to get my promotion. Yes, which you deserve. Yes. You probably already deserve that promotion. (laughs) Well, you might not because you might hate your job and you might just like kind of. (laughs) If you love your job and you like doing the way you do. But, yeah, if you hate your job, you should quit totally. Uh, Try something different. Okay, so what works for us? I mean, we've always been – I'm – typically an extremely organized person uh and I love being organized I find spending time organizing things is times well spent and I actually quite enjoy you love I love the organizing I love writing lists I love like getting the calendar ready I love looking at the email inbox at zero like that is the kind of stuff that I Mm. like so how do we how do you think that we have organized our business that has made it really easy to run and in saying that, we would have previously been extremely overwhelmed with some yes. stuff. And then what did we do to make that less overwhelming? I think the first thing we did that made me feel more organised <laughs> was use the electronic calendar. True. So especially when you have, like, a team or multiple people. And I know we've talked about this on the podcast before. Use calendar. And even in your household, like, I mean, I look around, there's calendars everywhere in my Mm. house. There's one up there. There's one outside. We have at least a whiteboard uh, where we write notes to Mm -hmm. each other. And, I mean, then me and you, Carl, we have our joint calendars Mm -hmm. and we have our personal calendars. Like, when there's something that is booked in by me, I put it in our joint calendar. Mm -hmm. Same with you. Mm -hmm. And it's only very rare where I'm like, whoops, one of us forgot to put it in the calendar. Ah. 
but you need to do this. If you don't do this, you forget what you have on mm. and then you double book yourself. Then you cause unnecessary stress. So true. So that's my number one tip. I really love this Use tip. A calendar. And it's very simple. And I think the electronic uh, is like my favorite for work because it's linked to the emails. And then I like to also have a hard copy like yeah, for the home too. because I like to like be able to share like, okay, this event is happening on this. We've got dog training on this day. Like just so we can like see what we're all up to. And it's nice to see like the whole month ahead. Yeah, kind of exactly. Uh, but we used to at work, we would have post-its like just stuck up everywhere, like on the computer screen, like all around saying like Thursday this, Friday that, blah, 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 this. And I just remember feeling so overwhelmed because everything was looking at me at once. Yeah, it was a bit silly really yeah, when I think about that. Then someone was like, why don't you use Google Calendar? No, I think we just forgot how to <laughs> – we forgot – we didn't – we weren't taking ourselves seriously true. because we used calendars at work. I'd used a calendar at work That's since true. the day I started my full-time job mm. when I was 21. So it wasn't that we – weren't used to it mm. that was google drive you're thinking about when someone was like why don't you use google drive True. um we realized we should be using the calendar mm. pretty pretty fast mm. but that moves us onto google drive I was just about to which say. is cloud-based documents so if you are still using like microsoft and not microsoft 365 or whatever it's called the cloud-based microsoft you need to get on cloud software <laughs> for your documents because remember the days when it was like Document version v one, one, document version two, document version three, or whatever. Or like would... 1.2. And 1. it's like, 3. oh my gosh. And this is like for revisions, like for getting it checked over. Ah, it annoys me. So you have 15 of the same document with slight and then edits. What about this one? Final, final one. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my gosh. And this is why cloud based, uh, whatever you call it, saving of documents is the best because you just alternate the same document. Yeah, I just remember that being like total, like total game changer and totally just like, what? We don't save the same document more than once? That was the best. It really was. And I think, again, this makes for life just to run so much more smoothly. Things I would suggest to do in your Google Drive. Hmm. So when you are obviously make folders for like bigger projects and like kind of like break it down. For example, in our Google Drive, we have like Mary Body as the top one. Then we might have, not we might, we do, we have procedures. <laughs> like, wait a minute, true story. True story, guys. It's not a might. This is very true. Then we have like uh, media, like founder photos and things and just really – I guess, folders that we commonly need and commonly need to share. This is a really, really, really good thing to do. Note down when you are receiving emails that are asking for the same kinds of things, like attachments and stuff. If you find yourself like having to search for the same attachment and attach the same attachment more than like once, twice, three times, maybe 10, make a folder which has all of those attachments already in it. For example, we have a folder, media images, like mm. people who want images of us to put in their blog posts or their podcast episodes. Instead of me going and looking through the thousands of photos mm. that we have of ourselves and being mm. like, I think I like that one. We just have 10 and then I share that folder yeah. with the people. They can pick whatever one they want from Makes that Makes so much sense because you we approve them all. Yeah. I think then that also reminds me of canned responses in emails. Oh like God, when yes. you have 
like a question that is recurring or you Mm -hmm. have people that ask the same thing over and over and over and you're forever writing the same email, create a canned response and you can edit it slightly, but it's like, boom, it's done. The attachment Mm -hmm. is there already. You don't Mm -hmm. even need to attach it. You just need to change the name, maybe add a little starting to make it more personal Mm -hmm. and then boom, done. Makes life so much easier. And I'll give an example of this where it's like made our life way easier uh, when people's passwords aren't like yeah. getting reset properly, so they're like, "Oh my, like my access isn't working." It was really annoying writing back every time, like, "So sorry that this has happened. Like, I've gone ahead and reset." Blah blah blah. So now you have the canned response, and you just have like XX where you need to add the email and the new password and the name, as you said, Emmy. And yeah, definitely add that little personalized message at the start, so it doesn't feel so canned responsive. Yeah, and also like they don't mind because it's not like a personal mm. request. It's like like usually in most systems that might be like an electronic thing, yeah. like it's a robot mm-hmm. fix. But actually, we have a person, and now we have our team as well. Mm. So I mean, if you're if you are running a business. What, what's the advice you would give? What what did we speak about oh, on the yeah. weekend? Like, like hire. You always hire later than you should have. Like you'll like hire sooner than you think. Yeah, hire before you're ready uh, and just be willing to put in the energy to train them amazingly. And the money. And we, uh, yeah. <laughs> and the what, sorry? The money. That's the scariest thing. Oh, you know, when yes. you hire something, like, am I going to have enough money to pay you? Like, am yeah, I going to have yeah. enough money to buy, like, all the things I need to buy? No, but I know. usually when you do hire them, you'll find that you actually experience growth because yes. of the hire. Well, it's because then you're out of doing admin work. You mm. can be more thinking. You mm-hmm. can be more creating. You're, you're in a new mindset mm-hmm. where you're in a growth mindset. And, I mean, I think as a business perspective, that was probably the most game-changing thing for us to hire our two VAs oh God, we love who them. are amazing, who Rose is listening right now. We love you and we love you, Sheila. Uh, you have totally shifted our business yes. and our our space and capacity to create, mm-hmm. which is if you're in business, is why you start really to yeah. be creative. Not to do the admin. Yeah. Not to like attend to the admin monster that you accidentally created. Yeah. So let's um I know this is a really big topic, the next one, but let's quickly just touch on with our staff and our amazing team that we have. Uh the processes. Because I think again, if you're in business, even if you have um, if you're a manager, like yeah. if you're at that level, um, a team leader, and there's no processes, like there's there's something wrong there. Like we need processes within the business in order for it to run smoothly with the level of attention to detail that you want. Like mm-hmm. we all want a great business. We all want it to look schmick. We all want, you know, the forks and the knives to line up exactly where they're supposed and to. And I think – it's also important you want someone to be able to come in if they had to and be like, oh, mm. this is what I need to do. Yeah, you want to give your team confidence that they can actually do the task. And the only way that they can gain that confidence is if they know exactly how to do it. Yes. And it's really easy to think, oh, just watch me do this once. Yeah. You, sh- you should know how to do it now. No. It's unfair. That's way – that's so not right. Like we need to – think, okay, this person needs to maybe watch it, maybe watch it once, twice, three times, and then read it. Maybe they're going to ask a few questions and that's okay, like all of these things. And I think it when a team member isn't doing what you want them to do, that's on that's on us. It's never the new person or the team's mm-hmm. fault. It's always the, the boss. It's yeah. always the founder. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it's always the person in charge. It comes back to them. Mm. It comes back to their level of mm-hmm. poor training or not investing time yeah. into make their staff feel confident. And yeah. and you know what? Like people make mistakes. We're humans. Mm. We're all going to make mistakes. So we should have compassion and patience mm-hmm. for every staff member and ourselves too. It's like if we don't give them a chance, that means we're going to be so hard on ourselves when we make a mistake. Mm-hmm. And the truth is we're all going to make mistakes. So true. And sometimes the mistakes are exactly what we need to make because yeah. they lead us to somewhere even better. Yeah. So how we run our processes is we have a big like Excel spreadsheet with just every task broken down. And then every task, <clears throat> excuse me, is linked to a process. In the process, there's a video which I've recorded me talking through the task and then the team has then gone and created like a step-by-step process which is written. So that's just in a nutshell how our processes are made. Every business has their own way of making processes but I think it's an amazing thing to feel organised and on top of everything in your business especially when it becomes that admin monster of like, oh, my God, there's so many things for me to do. It's just overwhelming. (laughs) Um, and I think another thing that really helped us more so I would say like we'd probably don't do this as much anymore but I think like batching our days really helped as in focusing each day on a separate kind of group of tasks for example one day would be podcasting well we still do that Mm. like we'll do the podcast and it's like everything's done together Mm. so I feel like we don't necessarily batch like whole things for a whole day but also I think I would get bored doing stuff like Mm. that uh so it's more like we just like group tasks together but it doesn't take a whole day it might just take two hours that's true and uh that's similar to when we're recording like reels or something for Instagram like we'll always do like 10 at a time instead of like doing one every day yeah that's just just overwhelming because you have to set it up and then you have to film yeah it doesn't make any sense I mean it's even like how we record our Marybody classes like we drip it out once a week but we film once Once a a month month. and like that makes so much more sense oh we do that (laughs) we do we do we do but I do think it is a, a great idea because previously uh you know Five years ago, we would have been just all over the shop with what tasks we're doing. We're doing this, we're doing that. Now we're cooking this recipe. Now we're running that recipe. Yes. And then we'd lose the recipe. And like, where did that recipe go? I don't know. Yes. So yes. I think it is really helpful to kind of just look at what tasks are you doing, group-like tasks together, uh, and enjoy a more peaceful What life. about um, organisation in, like, social life and, I guess, like, extracurricular activities? <laughs> like Hobbies. Hobbies, <laughs> etc. And, I guess, like, exercise yeah. and movement too. And I think it's, like, you know, sometimes if you struggle with exercise, I think linking exercise to your hobby, exercise slash hobby, like, this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. If you don't enjoy exercise, maybe look for one that you do enjoy so it becomes a, a thing you look forward to. Again, like, we need to schedule this stuff in, mm-hmm. put it in the calendar, plan it out, uh, book it in with your friends. Yes. Like, sometimes this is the best way to stay accountable. Like, okay, I'm going to go to this yoga class or I'm going to do this online yoga class and we're going to do it together. Yeah. You're going to come over, we're going to put it on the computer, boom, we do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go to dance class, but I'm going to go with two of my friends. So I can't get out of this. Like, I have to go. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, But, yeah, definitely, like, put everything in the calendar. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes you might think, 
jeez, I'm a psycho. I've got, look at this calendar, like everything's in there. But, you know, you do what you have to do to make life easier and flow and feel like you are organized. And it is a good feeling. And, of course, there's always space for for flexibility and spontaneity. Uh, You can always change the calendar. Yeah, you can always just delete that task right out. (laughs) (laughs) It always feels so good when, like, you know, you might be like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Delete space aha oh it's so true sometimes i'll put stuff in the calendar we're gonna do this every week every week every week like we just don't do it no i'm like we're just gonna delete this out of the calendar just taking up space yeah and i'm just like boom freedom yeah because even though you plan something doesn't mean you have to do it no (laughs) exactly uh what about like what is some stuff that you know makes you feel overwhelmed and unorganized like Let's think of some things. I think mess in the household. So true. Uh, Messy cupboards and messy drawers. This is one thing that, you know, it just creeps up. Like, I've got that buffet out there and it's just like a mess. Oh, no. Like, it's not (laughs) terrible. You know, like, I remember some people's drawers when we were kids. And remember we'd look at them and be like, what the? (laughs) Like, it's like mum, like, mum was not. Super, super, like our cupboards were messy. Yeah. I know that growing up, but yeah. they weren't like overwhelming. They were pretty good. Yeah. I remember we'd go to one of our aunties. <laughs> I won't mention any names, but one of our aunties, we'd look in the drawers and we'd be like, um, and like we were kids, like we were little. I remember we were talking, these are really messy. <laughs> They'd be like pens, a million I pens. I was about to say, I was like, can we, can we borrow a pen? Yeah, it's just in that drawer. Which drawer? <laughs> and then there's like three drawers with like thousands of pens. Yeah, I do. I think that was a hoarding problem. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. We must declutter. We must. This is a good, this helps us be organized, decluttering. I mean, we're in Damiano's music, music room. room. And I mean, there's some level of organization, but we definitely could clear it up a little bit. That ugly drawer up there, <laughs> that really bothers you. Carla is looking up. He's got this desk and there's like a random shelving up top and there's like nothing really there that's important, I feel. Like that, all that stuff could just be on the shelf. Do you I know, know I mean? maybe we should just clean it. Like <laughs> That's on you. I'm not cleaning it up. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. Come on. <laughs> no, it is true. And I think clutter is a is a is a big thing. But one thing I do feel- like what he's done is there's hooks on the walls and all the cables are on it. That is a good thing because cables get messy, overwhelming. See, even for Joel like, has this bag of cables, oh gosh, which has just got like all these old cables. And every time we do a cleanup, I'm like, "Can we please throw these out?" He's like, "No, you never know when you're going to need one of these cables." And I was like, "We haven't needed one like the whole time we've been together." Like, you should just chuck it out and say, <laughs> "Oh, you could like keep it at my house for a little while." Okay, no idea where that cable bag went. But he probably will never even think about it. You're right. And then I'll chuck it out in six months. You're right, we should test it out. But uh, at least the cables are all in one bag. Yes, true. And not all over the place. I was like, you know what? We're winning there. So definitely decluttering your space, just what you look at. Your desk is a big one, like making sure it's nice and clean. Like you don't need that much stuff around you. I feel like you don't need that much stuff, full stop. Mm, Like we all... If we're living, you know, a regular Western Mm. cultured life, we all have too much stuff, Mm -hmm. really. Uh, I've been reading and following a few more accounts on fast fashion, and I think that's really important to Mm -hmm. be educated in that and even just dabble a little bit. If you're not, like, really into it, just, like, read up a little bit because it will help you stop purchasing 
the clothing you do not need. Mm. You know, like all of those $15 T-shirts, $20 yeah. stuff. Like I'm talking like the cheaper fashion industries and even some of the more expensive. So it's important that we look into like how clothing is made, sustainability, blah, blah, blah. Like are they paying their labourers correctly or is it cheap labour? Stay away from those. Um, And double check if you really need to buy that third white T-shirt, fourth or fifth or sixth. Like, go through your wardrobe mm. first. Okay, identify, I need to get this. I mean, if it's something you love, like a pink tutu, like what Carla <laughs> recently bought, like she needed that pink tutu. Obviously. I'm going to get That tutu is going to bring me so much joy. Exa- and you'll probably keep it forever. It's true. That was like an investment piece. Uh, and in saying that, when you think about what you do wear of a week, absolutely I wear the same thing. Over and over. Over and over again. I have way too many clothes already. I'm, how long have I had this dress for? I know. Like, and I wear it all the time. I think I've had it for like it's 10 so years. Cute. Wasn't it mine? No, it was always mine. I think I got it from, who knows where I got it from. No, this is always mine. Oh, it was a random purchase that I never really loved. I was like, oh, just a throw-on dress. I mean, I wore this. I'm pretty sure I wore this when I went to Cairns. Yeah, you did. So that is... Is that over 10 years? Yeah. that This dress is over 10 years. What yeah, the that's hell? Crazy. That's good. And it's still in And it doesn't have nick. any holes or anything. It's like in perfect nick. Perfect. Good. <sighs> Amazing. So, okay, speaking of closets and things, yeah. that's another way, another place to get super organised and there's lots of other things you can read up on that. Like what Marie, is that? Kondo. Marie Kondo. Yeah, Marie Kondo. Do that. that Roll your clothes or whatever. Does it bring you joy? Yeah. <laughs> but also I will say, like, don't – I think sometimes she chucks out too much stuff because I feel like, you know, sometimes you might – you should have kept it. Mm. Like I have gotten rid of stuff and then been like, why did I get rid of that? Like why did I get rid of all those Lululemon basic cargo pants? I just had a phase of not liking cargo pants. Now I want all those cargo pants. And you got rid of them. I got rid of them. That's sad. Terrible. Oh, well. Not to worry. I won't yeah. cry. You won't cry. And we did, you did give them away, so that is a, a good yeah, thing. Yes, so I do. get donated them. Yeah, so that's a great thing. Okay, so let's go back to organisation. Have we covered everything? I oh, Money. This is a good one. Oh. Organise with money. Yes. This Gosh. Is, maybe this the is most like important. A, probably. Absolutely. And I think the first thing with money is to look at it. Yes. Look at it a lot. If you like, I look at the money, the money, the money every day because being aware of it helps you feel less overwhelmed by it and then being organized with your money and that we already covered this already, like know what bills you need to pay when and that way you're going to have enough money to pay the bills. Yes. And also I think it's really important to get amongst money because some I feel like you're either really into it or you kind of stick your head in the Mm. sand and we used to be like that Mm -hmm. uh like we don't want to be obsessed with money I feel like there's obsessed with money and there's like you know that feeling of like it's running out like super lack super um lack mindset then there might be like super flashy mindset like I want to just get more and more and more and spend 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 and like wear the best brands Mm. and I mean look each to their own but for me like it's not about being like that no I want enough money to create a life I love and to amplify 
uh, what my goals kind of thing. Yeah. And to spread, like, like, I mean, I think about this all the time. You know, we have a business and a lot of businesses will do anything to, you know, make more money. Mm-hmm. And what is it for? Really, it's probably just to get more money. Yeah. But then I think about genuinely like what we want to do and it's like, no, we actually want to help more people. And, yeah, we want to create lives, great lives for ourselves, but it's not like this super money-hungry mm. ambition, I don't think. No. And I think it's important to always check in with your relationship with money. Mm-hmm. And this helps you get more connected to it in a more purposeful way. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think, yeah, it's not that you want, it's not that we want, I know some people do, like, you know, that more, 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 so you can spend, spend, spend. We don't want that. Like, all I have ever wanted and now have is to just feel, like, safe with the with yeah. my money that I have and to 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 know that I'm not actually not going to run out. Yes. And to know that I have more than enough than I need. Yeah. In order to survive, in order to uh if an emergency happened, I would be able to pay for it. If an opportunity appeared, I'd be able to pay for it. That's the kind like I know we've had that conversation like what like what is the level of money that like we would even want? And we always would give those examples of like, you know, if someone said that I've got this event and I've got this um opportunity for you to come and learn this, would you like to come? And then for me to be like, yes. <laughs> yeah, and I can buy the ticket. And I can and buy I it can today. Yeah, yeah. Instead of being like, where am I going to find that $5,000? Like, yes. where am I going to get it from? Like, I'm going to have to, like, scrounge around and, like, do something else and, like, yeah. work a million hours, that kind of thing. Yeah, and also, like, I don't want to live week to week. Mm. Like, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and that's the thing, like, forecasting, which is a form of organisation, has really helped us, like, knowing what bills comes when. Yeah. Because sometimes you can be surprised by a bill. A bill will come and you're like, oh, my, this was every six-month bill. I completely forgot about it because you didn't forecast it in your calendar. Yes. So have like a different calendar for those kinds of things where it's like uh, a monthly, I mean a yearly cash flow forecast where you know like, okay, this bill is coming every six months. I'm just going to put a little note in it to know. I don't know how much it's going to be, but I know it's going to be around this much guesstimate blah 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 for if you're in business you know you know every bat every uh quarter you've got bass so yes. make sure you know that how much you you don't know how much it's going to be but you can forecast because you can guess yes and i think it's really important like in a i'm in a business and also like in your at your home to like be across the bills even if you're not the chief looker after of yes <laughs> i think you know share that if mm-hmm. so if you're the person who pays the bills like, make sure you share that with the other person. Mm-hmm. Like, talk to them about mm-hmm. it. I'm just paying this. Yeah. So, like, they're aware of it. Yes. Uh, I think that's really important. Yeah, if you're the key budget kind of manager for your household, yeah. like, don't just take that burden on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you might be the boss of it, but also you can share the information yeah. with the other person. Are you the bill person in the house? Yeah, I'm the bill person. See, I'm not the bill person in the house. But you're but the bill person for the business. No, I know. So that's good. Yeah, it is good because, like, I feel like if I had both, like, that would be, like, even. Too much. That would be too much because I would be like, oh, my God, I have to pay this. Now I have to pay this. Yeah. And also, I guess, because it's Joel's apartment, like, obviously he yes. takes care of those yes. bills yes. because it's his. Um, and so our agreement, I guess, is slightly different as yeah. to if you we were both renting. Yes, because he's got more bills, like rates and et cetera. Yes, et cetera. true, true, true. Yeah, okay, that's interesting. But I think it's like um, I think it should be everyone's across it. Me too. As and like just my 
what's the word, observations of other people. Mm. Like, I, like I can see that it becomes even bigger of a burden. Like yeah. if there are money troubles and you're in charge of the money and the bills, yeah. like all the stress falls on you when it doesn't have to. Like if you're in a family or if you have a partner, like you share your problem, it's half a problem. You yeah. feel like you feel more empowered, you feel excited, you feel more stable, you're in a partnership. Like that's the whole point of a relationship, I think. <laughs> like, isn't it? Like you help each other through yeah, life. support. And this is when it's really important to check in. And if you don't feel supported in that area, like, Get supported. Be more open with communication. Tell them you're struggling. Uh, I think sometimes if you have been living that way for a long time, like maybe 20 years, 30 years, you feel like it's too hard to change. Nope. You just have to bring it up. So true. Yeah, so Mm. true. doesn't have to stay the same. And also I think it's important to not just put our heads in the sand. Like, you know, I feel like maybe commonly, possibly, I might be just blanketing everything. You know, the the man who had the job might have looked after all the money and the mum, the woman, was looking after the kids. Like that's probably a typical household. And, uh, you know, it's empowering for the woman to be across the money, mm-hmm. even if you are not bringing in money. You're doing the harder job of looking after the kids. Exactly. Like, like, like that's way harder. Bloody maintaining the household. Like when I think about that, truly think about that, in like that typical household situation of man, breadwinner, whatever, bringing the money home, mother staying at home, trying to raise these children yeah. to be like good humans. like humans. Like that is the hardest job of all. Yeah, it is so hard. So go all you stay-at-home parents, like yes. whoever you are, mom, dad, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Now I don't know, it's changing yeah. too. Yeah, but it. I can only imagine how hard it would be because the puppy was so hard. <laughs> Still is so Still hard. Still so hard. Please, if you've got any puppy advice, reach out. Uh, okay. Did Good. we cover it? Look, I'm sure there's more, but I think, you know, really it's just not being ignorant. Mm. It's being across everything. It's not sticking your head in the sand mm. when stuff gets a little bit hard. Uh, it's like last week we talked about, you know, getting all your out of your head. Yeah, like and get like, it out. Get it out, put it on yeah. paper, which is, you know, we delved a bit deeper and put it on the calendar. And I think knowing that whatever time you do spend on that organisation is, as you said, time well spent. Absolutely. Because it adds more freedom, it adds more magic to every other aspect of your life. Yes. So when you feel organised in these areas, then you can take the day off. Yeah. Take the weekend off and not be stressed. It's not in the back of your mind. You can go on holiday yes. and you're not already thinking, oh, my gosh, like we're going to run out of money. No, you know because you've planned it, you've budgeted, you've forecasted. Um, it's like the best feeling ever. Yes. So if you notice yourself feeling stressed about this stuff, it's time to relook at it and get organised. Yeah, and just spend a little bit of time getting organised yeah, so then one you can step at a time. enjoy more of life and like the funny thing is they should teach us this at school like these are some of the most important tasks mm. like just that organization uh, getting things on time yeah. I mean like that should be a, a whole class in school like organizing your homework yeah like because they give you so much homework and assessment but they don't teach you how to like time management and to get it done in a in a non-stressed way. And isn't it funny? Like that probably is the most useful 
task for when you're an adult <laughs> and it would set up the it would set the children up and the the students up for success yeah it's like i don't need algebra now but i could have really done with some time management lessons yeah, you could have taught me that i should do the assignment start the assignment which is due in two weeks not the night before yeah like they don't teach they don't you, tell that. you that <laughs> they just tell you when it's due well, all right i don't know how long it's gonna take you know what would be really helpful if they said uh you know, on average, this assignment's probably going to take you about this many hours. Maybe they do that now. Like, maybe they have. Maybe. Because Damiano uh, has just started uni and they did say this course will take an average of X amount of hours of A your week. spare time. But also it's not, like, split up. It's, like, just yeah, boom, here and you go. That's just, like, a blanket. Yeah. Because, like you know, me, I would have read that and be like, yeah, right, take me 10. <laughs> I, like, I would have halved it. I'd be like, yeah, right. Doubt it's it. like it's like google walking maps yeah i'm always like 15 minutes all right we'll get there in seven <laughs> it's like yeah right google just watch me i'm gonna bring this average down beat the google beat the google. <laughs> if you dawdle okay thanks guys for tuning in if you've got any comments questions feedback or just want to chat make sure you do reach out we love to hear from you otherwise we're going to be back in your ears next week with a brand new episode it's all about being bad at things yeah, about sucking at things, about putting yourself in those situations where you probably will make a complete fool of yourself and knowing that it leads to a lot of magic and I guess a lot of growth. Mm. And as adults, we kind of never do it. Yeah, so make sure you tune in. That's mm. going to be episode 287. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.